here is rancid, thick and smoggy. If you look up, there's only haze and darkness. But somewhere out there, you know they loom and cast their shadow. The towers and the castle in the sky. Claw your way to the top and protect your family at all costs. Right here in Windfall on Radio Drama Revival. Hello, and welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the podcast that showcases the diversity and vitality of modern audio fiction. I'm your host, Elena Fernandez-Collins. Windfall takes place in the eponymous city on the planet Proxima. It's a dismal place, under the grip of its narcissistic and heavy-handed dictator, Queen Wanda. Even though the populace of Windfall City is not human, what with tentacles coming out of their heads, they have relatable and parallel problems, as all peoples in a society bending under the whims and rule of fascism do. They have an out-of-control police force, the Wolf Pack, which acts like a cult to Wanda, and a bitter class system that leaves many in the cold and dark of the ground, literally. Some of those people are the central triad that Windfall takes its narrative cues from. Three orphaned brothers at loggerheads with each other, each trying to help their family survive in the only way they understand how. One with love and optimism, another through what has been tried and tested. The last with secrecy and complex planning. It's not easy out in Windfall City. And of course, contact day is coming. Really, what else matters? Please note that the following episodes contain depictions of violence. Let's meet our brothers and more of Windfall City's fine citizens in episode one, Bottom Feeder. Windfall is intended for a mature audience. See our show notes for more information. Listener discretion is advised. Shit, you said you had it. I did have it, Cass. If you'd only stayed out of the way, I would have gotten it. <laughs> you couldn't hit that thing if it were tied down in front of you. Fighting amongst yourselves is absolutely going to feed us tonight, boys. <coughs> oh, shut up, Shema. No, honestly, keep bickering. Scare all of them off. Uncle Vern will love that. Oh, I've got it! I've got it! I've got it! I've got it! Yeah! That was my kill and you know it. You saw it, right, Shema? You only slowed it down. I had the finishing blow. Were the two of you just bagged the thing? 
If we can cook it fast enough, we'll be able to eat and bring Gert some leftovers before the bar closes. <laughs> you want to claim the kill? You carry it home. Oh. About time you started pulling your own weight. Oh. Hey, that's not fair and you know it. I run as many deliveries for Vern as you do. You keep telling yourself that. Hop to it, Runt. Oh. Ah. <laughs> I swear to one, the cast! You'll <laughs> what, Argus? Ask that magical cloud princess to send one of her yellow boogeymen after me? I'm shaking in my boots. Do you ever shut your mouth for a second? Even one? Now help him up, take the bag, and I swear, if you bruise that thing, I'll snap your neck myself. <sighs> I'd like to see you try, Buzzkill. You alright, buddy? Yeah, I'm alright. Thanks, Shima. Now, follow the idiot, and let's go. I'm hungry enough to eat my own arm at this point. Hey, Uncle Vern. Gas, my boy. Where are your brothers? Ha, who cares? Look what I got. Holy. All of us will be able to eat for a week. Don't listen to this one, Vernon. That was Argus's kill. Well, I'll be. That true, boy? Swear to Wanda. It was me. That baby's nothing but a bottom feeder. Look at all the slime he's covered in. Couldn't hit a target if he tried. Wanda, damn it, Cass, I swear. All right. Which one of you is trying to pull one over on me? Don't let Cass fool you. All Argus. Well, then, Argus, you get first pick. You want the thigh? You read my mind, Vern. Whatever. I've got somewhere to be anyway. Oh, stop being a sore sport and help me cook. Nobody makes a spice rub like you, Cass. Ha, not hungry, but thanks. Save something for me when I get home tonight. You're a loss. I'll do it, Vern. Big baby. What's gotten into him? Where does he go all night long? Hell if I know. Probably off to see that Kendall. Never trusted her. She always seemed like trouble. Don't blame Kendall, Shema. Cass has been that moody for as long as I've known him. <laughs> I suppose you're right. Were you able to get the hydrolator up and running, Vern? And did Willem stop by with that payment he owes us? Not while we eat. Go and lock up. We'll talk later. Argus is man enough to hear about the business. Yes. Not now. Queen to Rook 4. And with preparations going the way they've been, we should have the new garrison fully trained and ready in time for the Contact Day Festival, provided Pavlima can move swiftly and get us those new robes in time. Night to Bishop Seven. Speaking of, I looked into it, and if you'd only entertain Mr. Kazma's offer of service, we could have triple the amount of uniforms that we need in an entire year done in a week's time. Those rats have a quicker turnaround time because their product is garbage, and you know it. Pavlima's cloth is both blade and bulletproof, and impossible to counterfeit. Palm to palm three. If we went with anybody quicker than that, it would be a waste of time and money, since we'd have to pay her to do it over anyway. Now shove off. We're playing a game here. Of course, ma'am. But this is important. I have a tally of the extra vendors anticipated, along with a forecast of how many tourists we're expecting to show up the week before the festivities start. And? I thought we'd already talked about this. The Wolfpack is here to oversee things for me so I can spend some extra time by myself. Yes, Wandajun, I understand that, but you also requested progress reports. You have a communicator route. Night to Rook 4. Bishop 
to Palm 8. Yes, I understand that, but yours is never on. Checkmate. <laughs> you cheating rust bucket. I told you to never make that move again. Fancy a rematch, old friend. Ma'am, this really isn't the time for games. Why, of course, Wanda June. And Ruth, may I ask how many new recruits Wanda said we needed? At least 11 more pairs of boots on the ground by the opening ceremony. Do you remember our conversation from last night, Wanda June? How could I forget? Root, we need you to double that and add one more for good measure. Twenty... <clears throat> Twenty-three new recruits in six weeks. Forgive me if I'm overstepping, ma'am, but that's both impossible and entirely unnecessary. While you may venture to think that, Captain... My calculations say otherwise. We, of course, both expect another successful year, but bringing in this many tourists at once always attracts some more unsavory types. Okay, but isn't 23 a little high? Every sector in both the North and East Towers, where the majority of the festival will take place, are at capacity, with only a few recruits to go to fill up both the other towers as well. Where else could possibly require stronger presence? The surface has been woefully under police for many years now, as Tin Man here tells it. It seems there's been a wild spike in illegal activity among the locals. Isn't that right, Tin Man? That is correct. I assure you, Your Highness... There hasn't been a single whisper of resistance from the Grounders in the decade I've been in charge of this organization. We are more than equipped to deal with any rabble-rousers you feel are overstepping their bounds. Well, there's one man in particular, Root, that we'd like to get our hands on. A certain loan shark with his fingers in weapon smuggling and the drug trade, as I hear. Someone named Isaac, was it? That's the one, Wonder June. And if you were smart, Captain, you'd hire a local for this assignment. Somebody who knows the lay of the land down there a bit better than you do. Isaac is certainly a special case, but I promise that... Root! Yes? You can go now. But I... I believe Her Majesty has given you an order, Captain. Fulfill that order, or you and I will have to discuss the termination of your contract. I'm sure there are other eager pups looking to assume the position of Alpha Wolf. Why, of course, sir. Forgive the imposition. <laughs> One more game. of Contact Day, and citizens from all over the planet Proxima are already making their way to Windfall City for the celebration. Proximans everywhere are clamoring for a seat at the East Tower Coronation in hopes to get a glimpse of our beloved Queen Wanda, some for the very first time in their lives. Her Majesty, whose divine castle appeared in our sky and changed our lives forever on that fateful day will grace us with a rare treat of her Oh, friend. shut that off. I can't listen to that shit. Shut it off! I got it, you two, enough. Can I get another, Gertie? Somebody must have had a day. You sure about that? I pay you to get me drunk, not to ask questions. Now let's have that beer. All right, that's fair. How long have I been coming here anyway? A year? Two? Helena, you've been coming here since your tentacles were barely to your shoulders. And now they're halfway to your ass. <laughs> 
And in all that time, have you ever seen me make a fool of myself in this bar? Hmm. Well, there was that one time. Hey, hey, hey. we do not talk about oh, that. Oh, you mean the time she got up on the bar and. Hey! <sighs> I said we don't talk about that! We heard you. <sighs> Gert may have another. <sighs> Have you ever had the kind of day where, no matter how hard you try to stay positive, it's like every single person who walks through that door's goal is to break you down? But they're the ones that pay the bills, so you keep trying your best to be happy in front of them, but really, deep down inside, you're screaming? You know, one of those days. Isn't that every day? I don't, I don't think I'll ever get used to it. How did you? P- people are terrible. Well, I have a clear advantage over you on this one, Helena. This here bar is mine, and every grounder knows it. If anyone ever walked in here and tried to give me a hard time, well... They'd have us to deal with, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. You've got a nice setup. I really do envy you that. I won't lie. I could never do your job. Spending all day helping those nosebleeds? <laughs> no, thank you. I'm fine down here with my own people. Ah, Gert. We love you, too. <laughs> Cheers. Benny, aren't you supposed to be cleaning something up? Ah, but she's the one that broke it. You're the one who made her do it. Now clean up. You know my rules. (sighs) You're the best kind of bartender, you know that? Oh yeah? Why's that? Not only do you water down this cheap swill so it's bearable enough to drink, but you've got every one of us lowlifes coming back night after night just to get a little taste of what life could be like. If we didn't live in the filthy fucking depths of this towering metal city. Well, lives. Someone sell that foreigner or find her own place to get drunk. What'd you say to me? Gertie, do me a favor and tell the freak to mind her man. I'd watch your fucking mouth if I were you. Oh, yeah? What are you gonna do about it? Come over here and I'll show you. Benny, get the hell out of here, you jackass. Come back when you can behave yourself. Oh, Gert, are you serious? We was only playing around. Go on, Benny, get. Fine, I'll go. I see where I'm not wanted. Be okay to do this? Right, because you're some shining beacon of light, eh, Kendall? Hey, I'm serious. If you're going to be distracted, don't bother coming. I'd rather collect and take the 8% all to myself. I'm fine. You sure? Stop wasting time and let's go. Who's the mark? Here's the thing. Kaz, I talked to Isaac and... No! Not today. Not yet. We can't keep putting this off. A debt is a debt is a debt. No matter who it is that owes it. I told you I'll be the one to take care of that. Who else? Well, the cut's smaller, but there's always Benny. (laughs) That drug isn't good for anything, and you know it. We'll see. Let's go. Lead the way. (laughs) You ever think about how exactly we got into this, Kendall? So we can eat something besides the bottom feeders you catch in the sewers? Drink something other than the swillier ant petals? That's reason enough for me. I'm serious. Your parents, my parents, 
The things they did to keep us alive, they died fighting to give us a future. And now we... Beat the shit out of other grounders for a few extra credits. It doesn't do either of us any good to dwell on that stuff. What would your dad say? What would mine? They stood up for people like us. I don't have time to sit and wonder what my dad would or wouldn't say about my choices. It's thanks to his choices that I'm alone anyways. I don't have a family like yours, Kaz. If I don't look out for me, who will? Would you look at that? Just the degenerate we've been looking for. Why, hello, Ben. Oh, evening, Kendall and Cass. Uh, I don't know if uh, Isaac told you already, but he gave me an extension. In fact, he mentioned you might be coming with an advance. <laughs> well, isn't that convenient, Cass? An extension and an advance. Well, you don't believe me? I wouldn't lie. Whoa, take it easy. Where's the money? Swear one to Kendall, I was on comms with Isaac seconds ago. And he said you have so much money, you don't even know what to do with it. Hold him, Kaz. He was begging to give some more away. Is that really necessary? He can barely stand as it is. Are you going to do your job? Damn it, I knew you'd be useless today. Uh, uh, I'm kidding around, Kendall. Cass, give me another week. I promise I'll have the money. I've got him, I've got him. Take it easy, would you? Wait, wait, no, what are you doing? I swear, I was only kidding. Two days. I can get it to you in two days. This is your last warning. Money tomorrow, or next time Isaac comes himself. Okay. I don't know who we are anymore. We're employed. Now grab his wallet, or do I have to do everything around here? I've got him. He's barely got ten credits in here. Fuck! Why, hello, officer. What can I do for you this evening? Sorry, Kendall. Get the fuck back here! Sir? Let him go. She's the one we're looking for. ghost on there tonight? Could everyone stop telling me how bad I look? <laughs> you know I love you, Pinhead, but I couldn't lie to you. Hey there, Cass. Would you mind telling your aunt to quit being so uptight about my smokes? <laughs> uh, I can't have you stinking up this place again. Wolfpack almost shuddered me the last time you lit up. To hell with the Wolfpack. Amen to that. I don't get what's so wrong with a little bit of medicinal herb once in a while. I'm not saying I agree with them. I'm simply saying I've got to keep the taps flowing. The last citation they gave me said the fumes caused irreparable damage to the apartments on the upper floors. That is some shit. There's no way that could have gotten any higher than 30 feet above us. I agree. You know the wolves, though. Anything above ground level is high class to them. And besides, it still cost me 300 credits. Uh, speaking of which, I've been thinking about your tab. Whoa, whoa. Take it easy there. Hey, Gert. Shema, Argus, how are you boys tonight? I brought you some dinner, Gertie. Mmm, smells good. 
So why don't you pour us around? We saved you the breast. Mm, my pleasure. <coughs> you all right there, Cass? Keep your mouth shut, twerp. I was trying to be nice. Do me a favor, and next time you consider doing that, don't. Would you relax? Quit being so tough. Like you can talk. You're nothing but some lapdog. Doing everything at Burns' beck and call. Bowing your head down to the wolves. Where's your spine? Same place as always, last I checked. Well, at least I do something to keep this family afloat. <laughs> Excuse me? I've been picking up your slack left and right lately. Ha, huh, that's rich. The run of the litter thinks he does anything worthwhile. At least I don't stay out all night and come home smelling like a corpse. Yeah, what in Wanda's name do you do to help anyone but yourself, anyway? So much more than you'll ever understand. Could the three of you shut up long enough to give me my dinner? Oh, yeah, of course. Sorry. Ugh, what is that? Hmm, you don't want to know where it came from. (laughs) Bottom feeders from the Mm. sewers underneath Uncle Vern's. You know, they're a bit chewy, but if you've got the right condiments, they are not that bad. That's disgusting. Oh, like you're one to talk. What were you eating in here last weekend? Tree nut loaf. Oh, by Wanda. None of those words have any business being in a sentence together. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, but bottom feeder and condiments do? Swear to Wanda, the scent of burning flesh makes my skin crawl. And what did they ever do to you, huh? Uh, infested our sewers, for one. Didn't you ever think about the fact that they inhabited this land first? Before these stupid towers were ever built above us? You know, they chewed through our pipes for another... They weren't sewer vermin. They actually roamed the forests. And the communities that they built within the local underbrush were fascinating. I could show you some diagrams from my shop. Uh, Nobody here asking for a history lesson. Yeah, Helena. Our family's been here since before the towers, too, you know. And it was still a city then. Smaller, sure, but it's not like before Wanda our parents lived in tree houses. History goes back a bit further than our progenitors, boys. All right, everybody, time to go home. Come on, Gert, one more for the elevator ride back up. I'll see you tomorrow, Helena. All right. But I am bringing you one of those diagrams. You can hang it right up there behind you. Might keep you all from killing and eating such smart critters. Oh, of course. Night, Helena. Enjoy your nut loaf. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you two. Go back to Vern's. I'll be back shortly. You have something to say you can't say in front of us? Cassius, please. Not right now. Hey, Cass. What now, Argus? Who's Gertie's friend? Keep dreaming, buddy. No, I'm serious. Who is she? I know you are. I am too. Leave it alone. Something's going on with Cassius, Shema. Uh, He's just angry now. Thinking about mom and dad. He took it the hardest. I had a good 15 years with them, and Argus doesn't remember a thing, but he only had five. Your mom and dad died 20 years ago. I know, but he feels like he got shafted, so he's lashing out. Your parents, they were good people, but the decisions they made were selfish. You don't have to tell me that, Gert. Vern's been plenty honest with me about what they did. Look, I don't mean to be insensitive, but the boy should be used to his lot in life by now. He's not some moody teenager. Something about this feels, I don't know, different. It'll pass. It did for me, didn't it? I suppose. 
<laughs> oh, boy. Now, officers, I don't know what you thought you saw, but Benny and I are old friends. It was merely a silly, drunken argument. I'm sure you can relate. That's right. It was just sorting things out. Did we ask you to speak? No. No, you did not. I just thought I'd offer an explanation. You know, fully cooperate however I can. If I have to ask you to shut your mouth one more time... Stand down, recruit. Yeah, that's right. Stand down, recruit. Let Dad and I talk. It's Kendall, isn't it? Who's asking? Why, the wolf pack is. And we've got a proposition for you. The fuck would a couple of wolves possibly want with grounder trash like me? Actually, quite a lot. And I have a feeling you'll like what you hear. But I need you to come with us first. I'm listening. Keeping a family together and whole becomes more difficult with external pressures like debt, hunger, and the dystopia that leads to them. Perhaps there are some solutions to be found in the next episode. Pickpocket. Here, it smells lovely. How much are you asking? Wouldn't you like to know what it does first? It's actually quite a powerful tincture. Those bits of blues and greens you see are from the... <laughs> Death isn't necessary. Uh, how much is it? Okay. After taxes, that comes out to... 238 credits. 200 credits for this tiny bottle of perfume? I'm sorry, that's outrageous. Well, you see, it's not actually a perfume. It doesn't it... matter what it's supposed to be. If I want to use it as a perfume or a body oil, that should be good enough for you. What do you care what happens with it? I think that it could be a real benefit to know the traditional use of this particular blend of extracts. It was harvested from my home in the West. I'll give you 150 credits cash. That's my offer, and you won't do better. Get out. Excuse me? Can't you read? Of course I can read. What kind of question is that? No haggling. Right behind me. But I don't have the full 238. 
I could go as high as 200. I'll give it to you for 200. But only if you promise never to come back here again. <laughs> it's a deal. Hand it over. <laughs> Making new friends, Helena. You heard that, Sylvie? 200 credits for some perfume. And what was it really? A potent mixture used in the reaches as a sedative. <laughs> we use it exclusively on livestock. Oh, why, it's strong enough to knock someone her size off for at least six hours. I'll pretend I didn't hear that. Are you going to arrest me? For the life of me, I'll never understand how my best friend in this city is a member of the wolf pack. We're not all bad. Burn, relax. I told you I could get to that. Just because I'm old don't mean I'm useless, kid. Client asked for this by tomorrow, and you're still over there working on the percolator order from last week. I know, but this is 98% finished, and what you're doing would only take me an hour or two. So what would you have me do? I can think of a million things. Call around to a few of our old regulars and see if there's anything they're looking to have scrapped or retrofitted. Count what little we have left in our reserves and try to figure out how much longer we can keep the lights on. I've had this shop open since before you were out of diapers, and nothing's going to close until a hundred years after I'm dead. I'm not so sure about that. Oh, Wanda, damn it! I told you to slow down, bro. Would you stop mothering me, Shema? Wanda, I swear you're exactly like your aunt. Pester me like she always did. Did Miss Gay get her package after two of you biting each other's heads off? Oh, sure did. Was she able to pay? Boy, are you ever subtle, Shema. She was able to give us three quarters today. Promised me she'd have the last bit in two weeks. And you actually left the comm filter with her before she paid in full? You know, I tried telling her no, not until we were paid, but this one was so eager to please them. How many times have I told you that we don't accept IOUs, Argus? She's been coming around my shop with repairs for a decade, Shayma. She's good for it. Yeah, Shayma, and she went to school with Dad. Hell, I was ready to tell her the rest of the bill was on me. Regular softy, this one. I wouldn't have any of that. Told her if the payment wasn't ready by next week, that I'd need collateral. Argus. I don't know if you looked around much lately, but nobody can afford to get by on IOUs anymore. Says who? I've been getting around in good faith my whole life. With all the tax hikes that come with Contact Day Festival every year, we're barely scraping by as it is. Uncle Vern? What the hell was that? Wanted the damn festival. The fact that we're still paying more taxes year after year so them nosebleeds can worship their cloud princess is beyond me. Look, we don't have time or money to be complaining about this nonsense. Look what you did. I'll have to start this over from scratch now. Now it's time for you to relax, Shayma. Mm. Contact day isn't that bad, is it? Things are at least a little busier for everyone this time of year. Shut your mouth, you little shit. You have no idea what you're talking about. Could you two please try to act like the brothers that you are just once? <sighs> Take the rest of the day off, Vern. I'll handle this like I handle everything else. I'll be my guest. I've got other things to worry about anyways. What was that about? Everything okay around here? Everything's fine, boys. Just, you know Vern hates it when I try to pick up any of his slack. I mean, he's getting a lot older. Have you talked to him about the three of us taking over? We get a lot more done without him being around, to be honest. No, he'd never go for that. You two take care of delivery and let me worry about the rest. Sure thing. And while you're at it, 
Stop by a few of the regular spots and see if any of the nosebleeds drop anything good down here again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their trash, our treasure, and all that. Mm-hmm. And Argus, I'm sorry if I sound harsh. It's just... Shema, don't worry about it. We'll catch you later. All right. I'll see you two at Gertie's for a drink? Yeah, of course. First round's on short stuff. What? You're good for it, chump. Wanda be damned. What? Good evening, Pathlima. Yes, Root, what do you want? Simply checking on the robes. Where are we on this order? They'd be coming a whole hell of a lot faster if I didn't have to answer a phone every 20 minutes. It can't be helped. Wanda needs an update. And why exactly isn't our venerable queen calling me herself? That some awfully loud music you have on, might I suggest turning it down? I'll turn the music down when Wanda calls. Yes. Well, if you have good news for me, that might happen sooner. How many robes are finished? Three. Three? Pavlima, that certainly won't do. This order needed to be done yesterday. I'm doing my best to be patient, but I'm concerned about your ability to produce at the level we require. But Root, these robes are perfect. What good does perfect do us if we don't actually have them? Perhaps you can try to be a little less perfect and a little more... efficient. You know I can't do that. Wanda hired me above everyone else for a reason. This is how she wants the robes made. (laughs) I'm sending a new recruit up for a fitting. (laughs) New blood? Why a fitting already? The contact festival is in six weeks and we're getting ready for a large influx of customers. We need 23 new recruits roped up and ready to go before that happens. That's impossible! I don't remember asking for your opinion. You will get it done. Sure, come in. You must be Ms. Pavlima? Stand over by the window. Okay. Here, let me get that for you. (laughs) Don't bother. It can stay where it is. It's really not a problem. I said leave it. And while you're at it, disrobe. are one of the wolves didn't even question that order at all. Did I not need to take my pants off? (laughs) I am only commenting on your willingness to please. It seems to be a running trait with the latest batch of new recruits. I can't speak for the others, but as for myself, I'll do just about anything to get off the ground. Now, should I put my pants back on, or are you going to keep sizing me up? Hmm. I seem to have found one with a tongue. I like that. Ha-ha, yeah! Score! You owe me another drink! Ugh, Gert, can we get another round? Of course. 
You want another drink, Argus? Thanks. Thank you. Auntie, can I ask you a question? Sure thing, kid. Are you happy here? And don't you ever get sick of this place? Not at all. This is my home. Why do you ask? Well, I was thinking about Vern and how he's had that shop since before Mom and Dad passed, but you you were halfway around the world when it happened. And what's your point? You two gave up your whole lives, really. I mean, you gave up a lot to look after us. That's not true at all, Argus. But really, if it weren't for us, would you have come back here? Would you have taken over this bar? There's no point in thinking about that now. After you and Vern split up, you got to go out exploring, and now you're stuck here helping us out? I... I wouldn't want you to resent us. Shh. Argus. Never you mind that. I've had my fill of adventures, sure. Us sticking together is more important than any of that. Okay. If you're sure. Of course I'm sure. Hey, how's Uncle Vern doing today? What do you ask? I, uh, haven't been able to stop by the shop in a while. It's kind of lonely upstairs without any of you around. Listen, I know he's not my biggest fan, but... I miss him. I know. Kurt, it's hard for us is all. We haven't been back there since... Well, since Dad was around. It's fine, Argus. I wasn't trying to guilt you. I'm only curious how the family is. You know, this bar guarantees I can drink all day long, but it doesn't leave me much room for a social life. Oh, yeah! Hey, Helena, over here. Hey, Alina. I'm playing a game of quarters. Care to face me? I'm not looking to buy you any more rounds, Cass. You can only pretend you're bad so many times before I catch on. <laughs> hey, but it was worth a shot, right? Oh, Gertie. You know your way to a girl's heart. Don't get any funny ideas. I know you people from the Western Reaches are all about free love. But I prefer a man in my bed at the end of the day. (laughs) Sure, honey. It's only because you don't know any better. Maybe so. Hey, did you sell a whole bunch of snake oil to those rich customers of yours today? You'd be surprised what a little bit of natural medicine can do for a person. (laughs) Especially when they don't know what it does. Oh, I wouldn't be that surprised. (laughs) Yeah, I suppose you're right. Why, who do we have here, Gertie? This one's a looker. (coughs) I'm Argus. Absolutely not, Helena. This one's the youngest of my nephews. The one that brought that disgusting sack of flesh the other night? I guess I was a little too sloppy to really get a good look at him. Argus, is it? I was... I was, uh... Leaving. Leaving. Yes. I don't know. Kid looks like he could use another drink. Behave yourself. He's a little shy. He's never been quite the same since his parents passed. That's something I can understand. Still, I could help take his mind off all that. I swear to Wanda, Helena, if you think I won't throw you out, you are dead wrong. With conversation, you monster. Oh, yeah, right.
old recruit. It's a little chilly in here. I wasn't expecting any visitors today. I run pretty hot most of the time. If we're almost done here, I'll just put some clothes back on. <laughs> just one more moment, please. Could you be a bit more careful with where you're poking those pins? <laughs> you're going to need to be tougher than that now that you're one of the wolves. Could sure kick your ass. <laughs> I wouldn't be so certain. You're not worried about who that was? I've heard enough out of your boss for one day. <laughs> I believe it. So, Kendall, uh, what did they tell you when they brought you up here? What do you mean? Abandon your family down below for a swanky new pad with windows you can actually see the sky out of? Listen, I came here for a fitting, not to talk politics with my seamstress. Trust me, I'm not one to judge. I spent the first half of my life without ever seeing the sun. There's nothing for me down on the ground. If I can make a better life for myself up here, then I don't see why I shouldn't. Hmm. All set. Let me just get those pins out for you. How'd you know I'm a grounder? The diamond tattoo on your collarbone? I have one just like it. You know Isaac? Sure do. Since I was a little one. Was he ever... (laughs) No. (laughs) Whatever you were about to say, the answer's no. I thought so. (sighs) So, Recruit, think I could take you out for a drink sometime? I'd like to hear more about your other tattoos. I'm... Not sure that would be appropriate. I didn't ask you if you thought it would be appropriate or not. I asked if you'd like it if I took you out. I could do tomorrow evening, but only if you don't keep me out late. I'll try my best. <laughs> Not bad, little brother. You're getting better, but you ain't got me beat yet. Uh, oh. One of these days, I'll win. Hasn't happened yet. Well, there was that one time with Chucky and Splat. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I... Doesn't count. What do you mean? I was hammered that night. Doesn't count. Poor sport. Oh, don't get your tentacles in a twist, Arn. I'm only kidding. You're getting good. Thanks. <laughs> oh. Woo! <laughs> I love this song. I know. Hey, Cass. Can I ask for your advice? Huh? Oh. How many times have I told you I don't want to hear about you trying to sleep with someone? No, 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 no. It's not like that. Oh. Or, well, I mean, I guess kind of. But seriously. Alright, shoot. Helena. Oh, not this again. No, no but like. How could I even speak to her? Every time she's around, I just shut down and get all awkward. Shh, okay. Since confidence is not your strong suit, my tried and true pickup lines are out of the question. Have you said anything to her at all? No. I can barely remember my own name whenever she's around. Oh, I've got it. She's half in the bag right now. See that pouch on her belt? Yeah, she's always got that. I want you to walk up by her, order me a drink, and pocket it on your way back. What? That seems like you'll do the opposite, Cass. No, I'm serious. Think about it. You take it from her now, and the next time you see her, you tell her you found it on the ground after closing. Oh. 
So she'd be happy I stole her thing. You idiot. No, you don't tell her you stole it. You just give it back to her. Swear. She'll melt like butter. <laughs> She'll owe you after that. I'm not so sure about full that. Full proof. I promise full proof. <laughs> All right. All right. Kid, what do you need? Uh, another round. Cass beat me in quarters again. This one's on me. Sure thing, Argus. You gotta stop playing with him. He's a ringer, I swear. Uh, uh, yeah, for sure. <sighs> all right, Gertie. I gotta wake up early tomorrow. We all settled? Yeah, last one's on me. But bring me a bit more of that cream tomorrow, huh? You got it. Sure you don't want to stick around for another game, Alina? Not in your life, Cass. You're buying my drink next time, whether you like it or not. Whoa. I can't believe you had the stones to do that. You told me it was a good idea. I can't remember the last time you told me I had a good idea. You have a point. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Runtz. Girl, pour me a beer, would you? Sure. Hey, how's the shop? <sighs> we're scraping by. I don't have any idea what we're going to do the next time the wolves are down to collect taxes, though. Shema, let me give you a loan. Business isn't great here, but people always drink. I've got enough to cover you. You know, Vernon, he, he's too proud for that, but I appreciate the offer. I'm serious. You let me know the minute your answer changes. Thanks, Uncle. Please stand in the middle of the lift, feet shoulder width apart, with your hands at your sides. Thank you. Now, please enter your name and destination on the keypad before you. The South Tower Apartments, level 65. Fee waived. Have a safe trip, Helena. Shit, 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 shit! Oh, fuck, where's my money gone? Good night, my sweet Proximus. And remember, the curfew bell chimes, as it will two more times. And when it strikes thrice, my wolves won't be nice. Good night, angels. Windfall is a Rogue Dialogue production. It was written and directed by Bob Ramonda and Christy Donato. Sound design, mix, and score by Adam Ramonda. This episode also featured the song Prayer Hands by Cherophobia. Here's our cast in order of appearance. Pavlina Horakova, customer number one. Emily Battles, Helena. Nadia Levin, Sylvie. Mushaka Benson, Shema. Bob Frame, Vernon. Marcus Stewart, Argus. Cornelius Moore, Cass. Claire Lopez, Pavlina. Josh Rabino, Root. Mallory Roach, Kendall. Shayla Farino, Bar Patron. Cheryl Mordaunt. 
Gert, Jess Clark, Wanda June, and Sarah Brown. Elevator Recording. Casting direction by Clara Lopez. Produced by Bob Ramonda, Christy Donato, Adam Ramonda, and Michael Pownowski. Our cover art was designed by Sam Twardy. Windfall is supported by our listeners on Patreon. By becoming a patron at patreon.com slash windfallpodcast, you can help us make the show. By doing so, you'll get some pretty cool rewards. You'll be able to access behind-the-scenes content and attend monthly Q&As with our writers, cast, and crew. Speaking of which, we'll be doing our very first Q&A on March 27th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. So if you want to join us, head over to patreon.com slash windfallpodcast. If you enjoyed our show, please rate it and review it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to sponsor the show, send an email to windfallpodcast at gmail.com. You can also send us an email there just to say hi. Episode 3 of Windfall will be released in two weeks on March 13th, 2019. And listeners, don't forget to ask yourselves, what would Wanda do? Windfall is not an easy city to live in. Much like on Earth, you make choices based on desperation and need, ones that perhaps you regret later. If you enjoyed what you heard, tune in next week when I interview co-writer Bob Raimonda and sound designer Adam Raimonda. You can support Windfall and more of Rogue Dialogue's productions at patreon.com slash roguedialogue. Radio Drama Revival runs on the love of audio and your coins in our hats. If you'd like to help keep us afloat and featuring new, diverse, unique fiction podcasts and their creators, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash radiodramarevival. Other than Patreon, you can also support Radio Drama Revival by buying merch at our shop at radiodramarevival.com slash shop. Perhaps that hoodie can keep the chill out of your bones. And now we bring you our moment of will. If you're familiar with my work as a critic, first off, well, you're probably already familiar with Windfall, huh? I love this show. But you're also probably familiar with the fact that I really like ambitious works that don't explain themselves much and works that care more about doing something really, really, really ambitious than being consistent. Now, to make it clear, I don't think that's necessarily the case with Windfall. I do think that Windfall is very creatively ambitious, but I also think it is phenomenally consistent uh, in its quality. I think that, listen, Windfall rules, okay? Windfall rules. I think it's great. But Windfall's method of weaving together huge, high-concept sci-fi ideas with super-intimate, gritty, very real characters and dilemmas, I kind of think of a show that I want to recommend with a whole bunch of asterisks. The show is The OA, uh, which is on Netflix. It was created by Britt Marling and produced and directed by Britt Marling and Zal Batmanglish, uh, who is the brother of Rostam Batmanglish, who you might know as uh, his, his own musician, but also one of the uh, core members of Vampire Weekend. Uh, Rostam makes some really good music. You should look him up. But the OA 
is about a woman who disappears for a few years and then comes back out of nowhere thanks to a clip of her that goes viral. We follow that character. Her name is... Well, her name is contentious, but we're going to call her Prairie. We get her story because she assembles a group of a very specific number of people and every night tells them a chunk of her story. And as she does so, she tells them that they have to trust her, they have to listen to her, they, sh she needs them to believe her, and she needs them to help her with something important. The show is wild. I don't know if it's successful, but it is something I think about all the time. So if you're looking for a high-concept, very strange sci-fi that also brings together some, like, really moving and realistic and humanistic uh, character moments, uh, The OA is a trash show that is also a good time. If you can, if you can suspend your disbelief, and if you can learn to not take it as seriously as the showrunners take it, I think it's a really good time. And at least for me, it was a great distraction in the first couple of months of quarantine. So that is the OA. Uh, and you can find that on Netflix. That means it's time for the credits. This episode was recorded in the unceded territory of the Kalapuya people, the Klitskani Indian tribe the Cowlitz Indian tribe, and the Atfalati tribe. Colonizers named this place Beaverton, Oregon. If you are seeking ways in which to donate to native communities, the Mi'kmaq fishermen of Nova Scotia are defending their treaty rights and have been suffering escalating violence at the hands of non-Indigenous peoples after the Sipigan-Nugadee First Nation launched a livelihood fishery. You can donate to the Sipigan-Nugadee First Nation via an e-transfer, to monica at sipigannegadi.ca or paypal this and more ways to support the micmac this and more ways to support the micmac are linked in the episode description if you aren't sure what treaty rights are and the significance of treaties to native and indigenous peoples you can start your research with the articles linked in the episode description which include a history article by writer and former tribal judge Ruth Hopkins, an article debunking myths about treaties by Taylor McLean from the Center of Indigenous Studies at the University of Toronto, and an opinion piece from the Globe and Mail by Sheldon Krasowski. Our theme music is Reunion of the Space Ducks by the band Kylo Klaus. You can find their music on Free Music Archive. Our line producer and associate interviews producer is Will Williams. Our senior interviews producer is Eli Hamada McElveen. Our associate producer is Sean Howard. Our researcher is Heather Cohen. Our social media manager is Ann Baird. Our submissions editor is Rashika Rao. Our executive producers are Fred Greenhouse and David Randstrom. Our mascot is Ticker Tape, the GOAT. I'm your host, Elena Fernandez Collins. This has been Radio Drama Revival. All storytellers, welcome.